Welcome to the University Honda Beaver postgame call-in show. The Beavers take care of business to finish the non-conference schedule 3-0. TJ Matthewson alongside Dale Hummel from our KEJO studios in Albany. This Beaver postgame call-in show is brought to you by our friends at University Honda. We appreciate University Honda for sponsoring this postgame call-in show. If you're looking for a new car, or more specifically, a new Honda in Corvallis, get it from University Honda. They're on 2150 Northwest 9th Street in Corvallis, or you can find them online at uhonda.com. They make buying a car easy. 26-9 Oregon State in, Mike put it as workmanlike, I would say a little bit more sloppy. We saw a couple of DJ Uyunglele turnovers. The offense, for the most part, looked out of sorts, I thought. But regardless, we'll, we can get into that as the show rolls along. If you'd like to contribute on this program, you can either text in on the University Honda text line or call in on the Downward Dog phone line, 541-497-5356. That's 541-497-KEJO, University Honda text line, Downward Dog phone line. We do have both phone line slots open. Uh, sorry, overfilled is what I meant to say. But texts can come in and texts, you get read whenever. So two great ways to contribute to this program, whether you're listening here on 1240 AM, 93.7 FM, or online streaming nationwide at KEJOAM.com. Who do we got first? Tyler. Okay, cool. Well, let's go to Tyler on the Downward Dog phone line first. And Tyler, before you speak, I'm going to get to a question that I was going to ask of all of our listeners. What do you want to see the Beavers improve on as we head into conference play? Tyler, welcome to the Beaver Postgame Colin Show. Hello. I just happened to be passing that other stadium that we're not going to talk about while we're talking about this. But, uh... If, what do I want to see the most? Uh, after what I saw today, I would say I want to see cleanup on offensive execution. As in, like, I don't know what the play calling was like, but there were overthrows. <laughs> there were overthrows. There were interceptions. There was a lot of times that the offense just uh, shot themselves in the foot. So uh, through the air, then? What's that now? So through the air. Cleaning up. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, this defense is good enough to win the Pac-12 as long as you don't put them in a compromising situation. In fact, I kind of blame San Diego State's touchdown on that because I believe it came off of one of those interceptions. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, it did come off the interception. Right. Uh, okay. So, let's see. First off, I'm very happy about the win, obviously. But uh, let's see. Let's see. The standard, the standard for us is a little bit higher this year. I mean, if we want to compete for the Pac-12 title, we can't play like that. I'm hoping that, uh, like, that was a quote-unquote bad game because there's going to be uh, plenty to clean up. Uh, also, let's see. I don't know if you can pick up on this unless you're actually well, watching the game because it doesn't show up in the statistics, but. Early on in the games, does it seem like does it seem like the defense seems to be a little bit softer over the middle? It seems like a lot of 
plays in the middle of the field go for further yardage. Now, they do clean it up. I've noticed that over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I thought the defense looked soft over the middle because that's all San Diego State ran. I think about 70% of their plays were those crossing routes. That seemed like a majority of their playbook. So I don't know if it was necessarily a weakness of the defense more so. That's all San Diego State was able to execute successfully on offense. Yeah, I would say, uh, let's see. Now, they're right about San Diego State playing their best game, but we also kind of played our worst game at the same time. So, like I said, we're not going to be one of the top eight teams in the Pac-12 playing like that. I think, overall, this might have been a good thing that we had our bad game this week and not during uh, conference play. Also, it gives them time to correct those mistakes because I think we can all agree what we're doing next week is going to be infinitely harder than what we were playing today. Absolutely. Got anything else? Uh. The uh, only other thing I have to contribute is I I seem to have seen uh, on during the game that uh, Fox has announced that Big Moon kickoff is going to Cincinnati and uh, game day is going to the Notre Dame-Ohio State game. I don't know what's in Cincinnati, but I think we scared them off. <laughs> well, I guess it won't be the trifecta, but nonetheless, the Beavers and the Cougs will get a primetime slot next week. Tyler, thanks for calling in. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get to our next caller, I do want to see who Cincinnati's playing next week. That has sparked my curiosity. 541-497-5356. We do now have a phone line open. You can either call in on the Downward Dog phone line or text the University Honda text line at that same number, 541-497-5356. It's Oklahoma at Cincinnati next week. So that kind of makes sense. That's a pretty good matchup. Got to send Oklahoma off into the one of the older Big 12 members and then the one of the newest Big 12 members. It will probably be the only matchup between those two, maybe ever, or at least for, for quite a while. A lot of interesting things to take away from today, I thought. Beavers had a good outcome yardage-wise and looked good pressuring the quarterback on sacks, but on as Tyler mentioned, a lot of easy yards gained for San Diego State over the middle. They weren't necessarily explosive. San Diego State only averaged just under five yards of play, but still managed to rack up a ton, uh, not a ton, only 326 yards, but at times it did seem like a lot more. Uh, And it was very interesting seeing the difference of, I think this week and last week for a Pac-12 team playing San Diego State, UCLA was able to rip off so many explosive plays last week that it made the score more lopsided than this one, even though the Beavers controlled the game like UCLA did last week. They weren't able to connect on those explosive plays until that Anthony Gould 75-yard touchdown. I think that's kind of where it bounced and where people feel a little bit nervous. But you look across the board, Beavers you know, lost the time of possession battle, but I explained earlier on the, on the tailgate show When an offense isn't as explosive, yeah, they're going to hold the ball longer because they need more plays to get down the field, and then Oregon State can score on one play on a 75-yard tunnel screen by Anthony Gould. Outgained San Diego State. They had a 6-0 advantage in sacks. I still thought the line of scrimmage was tilted towards Oregon State. I thought it balanced out a little bit. But just a couple things from this game that I thought were fascinating. Definitely not a clean game. Definitely not one that you're going to hang up and say, this is how you need to play every week. But the Beavers nonetheless hold San Diego State to nine 
points. Credit to that defense, especially with a guy like Micaiah Tung, who's played a ton of snaps so far early, and he's looked good at that linebacker spot. We'll hopefully have an update this week on whether or not he will be able to return this season. That injury did not look great for him. 541-497-5356. You can text or call that number. Downward Dog phone line has, who do we got? Roscoe? Okay, let's go to Roscoe now on the Downward Dog phone line. Roscoe, good evening. How are you doing, TJ? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, I'm really glad the defense showed up. That's, we wouldn't have made it without them, I don't think. A really good a really good outcome for them. And I was looking for the unit against, I would say, semi-Power 5. I'd say San Diego State's about as close to a Power 5 as you can get. And the pass rush was really there, especially with just four or five guys. That's, uh, that's what stood out the most to me. They, this, I actually got to watch this one on TV. I never hardly do. I usually just listen on the radio. Um, do you have any idea when they stopped using knee pads? Well, they were all out there in shorts. They use knee pads. A bunch of them didn't look like they had knee pads to me. Well, I, don't know. I might be I the wrong person to ask about that. Without knee pads. I, think, I think I'm the wrong person for you to ask about that, Roscoe. Yeah, because well, I never see them on TV, so I have no idea when they made that change. But. Give the uh, give the give the uh, athletic office a call and uh, inquire. <laughs> Let us know next week. <laughs> what uh, looks like? Yeah, I see the offense is going to be busy this week in practice. They're going to have some things to clean up. It's not going to be an easy opponent. Washington State is taking care of business right now, and that that defense for Washington State flies around. At, it's out the Palouse too, so that'll be tough. That'll be tough, yeah. I think the early line this morning was Beavers by two. I'm going to be curious if that flips at all. It could end up being a pick last week, depending on what the public thinks. I have no idea. We're one game at a time right now. And yep. But anyway, yeah, we take the wins as we get them. It wasn't real pretty, but it's a win. So. And that's, that's really all that matters at the end of the day, Roscoe. You got anything else? Well, just DJ needs to calm down a little bit, I think. He was... Some of those passes were a little questionable, it looked like. I thought the, the San Diego State's defense did a good job of, with that three three five. we heard earlier this week how it can sometimes give offensive lines fits with communication, and that subsequently leads to DJ, for the first time this year, really getting a bunch of pressure on his face. And you're right, he did look a little skittish once guys got in the backfield a couple times, hit him while he was throwing, just got in his face while he was letting go of the football. And we could tell on, on a couple of those <laughs> throws it just wasn't uh, wasn't it. Well, on the pregame show, every everybody prognosticated, you know, 42, 45, 47, whatever, and we, we were fell very short of that. So. Well, we'll see about that next week, Roscoe. It's going to be uh, yep. interesting to see. Got anything else? We take, we take them as we get them. Nope. Yep. All right. Good, good week. Let's go. Go Beavs. All right. Thanks for calling in, Roscoe. Like the enthusiasm. With that, let's take a break. 541-497-5356. That's 541 497 Five three five six to the Downward Dog phone line or the University Honda text on Little Light so far. Would love to hear your contributions. The Beavers finish up the non-conference slate 3-0, and and they'll head to the Palouse next week for a 4 o'clock kickoff on Fox. This is the University Honda Beaver postgame call-in show. We'll be back after this on 93.7 FM and 1240 Joe Radio. Do you have questions about your retirement? As a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, PacWest Wealth Partners can help. 
With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work one-on-one with an advisor to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call PacWest Wealth Partners today at 541-757-3000 with offices located in Albany, Bent, Corvallis, and Salem. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. This is Mike Parker for Evenflow Plumbing, your trusted award-winning plumber for the Mid-Valley. Evenflow specializes in complete plumbing and drain cleaning solutions for residential and commercial jobs. They treat your home like it's their home, and their flat rate pricing means no surprises at the end of the job. Evenflow takes pride in doing the job right the first time. Just call 541-738-8853 for all your plumbing needs. When you need a pro, go with the flow. Evenflow Plumbing. If you need a new roof, see Stutzman and Krupp Contractors, voted by readers of the Albany Democrat Herald as the best roofer in the Valley in 2021 and 2022. Hi, this is Doug Blair. When Stutzman and Krupp did my roof a few years ago, what I really liked is they had a large team of roofers, so they got in and got it done. And did it in just one day. It was great, and there's financing available, too. Callers stop by their showroom on Rice Street in Albany. Stutzman and Krupp Contractors. They do it right. CCB 96278. Come visit the Ocean Beaver Store, the official store for Oregon State University. Their nonprofit stores are run by a passionate team of beaver fans just like you. For more than a century, the OSHA Beaver Store has been providing Beaver Nation with the best beaver gear, gifts, and accessories. Stop into one of their stores or visit them online at OSHABeaverStore.com. Remember, as part of their nonprofit mission, your purchase directly supports OSU students. The OSHA Beaver Store, supporting student success since 1914. And go Beavs! Back on the Beaver postgame call-in show, of course, every week presented to you by University Honda. Drive home your new Honda from University Honda. If you're looking for a car in the Corvallis area, go to University Honda. They make buying a car easy at 2150 Northwest 9th Street in Corvallis or at uhonda.com. TJ Matthewson alongside Dale Hummel helping out here in studio today for this Post-game show, it's been a lot, little light so far. We got a couple texts. Let's get to those texts first before we go to Ben, I believe, on the Downward Dog phone line. That number, if you want to contribute, 541-497-5356. That's 541-497-KEJO. Text or call, would love to hear anything you got. But really, the question I'm asking for the listeners, whether you want to text or call in, What do you want to see the Beavers improve on most going into conference play? You now have three games to look at, both on offense, defense, special teams, kicking, passing, running, pass rush. What do you think the Beavers need to improve on the most going into conference play? What's one thing you think through three games might be Achilles heel to this Beaver team that you want to see them improve on? Text or call University on the text line. Downward dog phone line. Garrett texting in from Kirkland. Good to hear from you, Garrett. Likelihood of big noon kickoff going to Pullman next week since the game is on Fox. Garrett, that was answered. Uh, um, He did text this before Tyler called in. So, Garrett, in case you did miss it, Tyler mentioned that they're going to be at Cincinnati next week for Oklahoma, Cincinnati. Definitely an interesting choice. But nonetheless, I think it should be a good game. So thanks for that text, Garrett. Andy texting in from Mitchell, not calling. Andy hasn't called in yet. 
during the postgame call-in show. He's usually first, but actually I think he's lost his spot of being first, which is very interesting. But thank you for the text, Andy. He says, don't worry, I will lock in for conference, conference play. As I said all along, the season starts next week. So I guess he was just waiting then. He was being patient. A lot of growing to do if they're going to have a shot at Vegas. DJ needs to be a lot better than he was today. Uh, I'm with Jim Wilson. I thought a bit of a struggle today could be healthy for the team. They, uh, I suspect another level of focus for conference play. The only slouch is Stanford. I don't think the Beavs have even scratched the surface of their potential yet this season. Thanks for that text, Andy. And the way he puts it right there it is correct. It's good to have some bad tape to put out there so you know what the weaknesses could be. And so this doesn't happen against Washington on the second to last week of the season when a game you probably really, 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 really want to need, uh, want to win. So thanks for that text, Andy. D in Mesa, Arizona, text in and say, DJ looks looked average at best today and had to throw the ball uh, and has to throw the ball in the right place. The deep ball to Bolden was picked, was thrown in front of the receiver, not over the DB. Has to make quicker decisions, too. The 3-3-5 definitely affected our offensive efficiency. DJ was pressured heavily. Got to fix some things before next Saturday's epic battle against the Cougs and Pullman. Thank you, D, for texting in. Sorry, Daryl. Thank you, Daryl. Had to look up there at some past text to get the full name. Again, improvements. What do the Beavers need to improve on going into conference play? 541-497-497. 5356 Downward Dog phone line, University Honda text line. I believe it's Ben on the Downward Dog phone line. Let's go to Ben. Ben, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Good. Uh, you know, that was like the ultimate trap game, I thought, for San Diego State. They, they came in, they wanted to do exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to keep them close. And, you know, you know we can't W. You know, we can't played their style of football, which somewhat kind of feels like our style of football, and I kind of thought that, you know, we did a great job of them because San Diego State wanted to, you know, they wanted to shorten the game kind of like our style of play, and that's what they did. You know, good as for us, we able to adjust. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Ben, and I, I think maybe the thing you take away from this uh, on a different note of that is seeing the Beavers win football games, a couple different styles, like the offense cooking the first two games and the second one managing to slug it out in a slow defensive slog. So that's a good point there. Uh, got anything else? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely no. I, to- I totally agree with you 100%. I mean, you know, this is going to be the kind of team that's going to, you know, rely on those two clock rules to, you know, march the ball down the field, take eight, nine minutes off the clock, punch the ball in, and, you know, all is good. Yeah, I agree. Got anything else for me, Ben? Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's all. All right. Appreciate the, yeah, appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in, Ben. I don't know if we've heard from Ben before, but appreciate him jumping on the Downward Dog phone line to call in. We have Jake now on the Downward Dog phone line. Let's go to him. Jake, good evening. Hey, how's it going? Um, I thought today went all right. Um, we struggled on third down offensively. I think we were two for eight or something like that around there. Um, so we got to be better on third down for show. We weren't very good on third down on defense either. We gave up third and ten in the last, um, the end of like the third quarter. Um, other than that, though, I felt like DJ played all right. He had some pressure in his face. He didn't have a clean up pocket. Um, but 
I'm pretty excited for this upcoming games. I think we're going to make the adjustments. Um, I didn't think we were, you know, too bad. Um, but I think just having a little bit of adversity earlier in the season in the game that's non-conference, you know, we'll be all right. We'll come back. We'll make the adjustments like they said. But, but DJ played well. But it was like, honestly, the first game, he had a lot of pressure in his face. We didn't establish the run very early either. But I'm still positive Damian Martinez is going to be all right. I know he stepped out for a few plays. So I wonder what happened with him on that. Um, but I think if we work on third down, be better on that. We should be competitive against Utah next week. Washington State's next week. Washington State, yeah, yeah, Washington State, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, four of 11 on third down, in case you're curious. Yeah, what was our third down for offense? What was our percentage? You four, know? four for 11. Four for, yeah, we got to be better than that. that yeah. was, that's not good. Yeah. Got anything else, Jake? Yeah. Uh, no, that's going to be it, man. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. All right, let's take another break. If you want to call in, we got both lines open, 541-497-5356. That's the Downward Dog phone line, the University Honda text line. This post-game call-in show, of course, brought to you every single week by our friends at University Honda. We'll step aside and come back with more on 93.7 FM and 1240 Joe Radio. Samaritan Health Plans offers the only locally managed Advantage plans for residents of Benton, Lincoln, and Lynn Counties. Starting at just $19 a month, you can get prescription drug coverage, a transportation benefit, comprehensive dental care, and more. Attend a non-obligation neighborhood meeting or webinar or talk to a local Medicare expert at 866-747-5267. That's 866-747-5267. Or visit samhealthplans.org slash Medicare. Samaritan Advantage Health Plans is an HMO with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Samaritan Advantage health plans depends on contract renewal. If you are a veteran and live in Lynn County, there are benefits and services available to you at Lynn County Veterans Services. You've earned them. Use them. Call 541-926-3882 and take advantage of what you've earned. Home loans, disability compensation, health care, transportation, and more. Lynn County Veterans Services is here to help you. If you are a veteran and live in Lynn County, call 541-926-3882 and thank you for serving your country. Lynn County Veterans Services, serving our local veterans. Fish's RV is all about school spirit. There's just one small problem. We can't use the school names or the mascots. We thought bleeping would work, but go and go might not send the right message. But no matter what, Fish's will be there for every pre-game, tailgate, post-game, after party, and everything in between. So here's to another epic season for the green and yellow and the black and orange Fish's RV, where memories begin. The outside to the left, and Johnson, touchdown Beavers! Hey Beaver fans, are you ready to tackle your financial game plan? If so, it's time to huddle up with the best and meet the coaching staff at Tax and Wealth Management, David Mendenhall, Bill Heck, and Robert Berry. With over 45 years of experience, they know the entire playbook when it comes to tax planning, retirement, and business strategies. So don't fumble. Call Tax and Wealth Management Corvallis at 757-4185 or visit taxwealthmanagement.com. On the Beaver Post Game Call-In Show, you can contribute whichever way you please. Call or text 541-497-KEJO. That's 541-497-5356. If you're listening in your car, if you're walking somewhere, if you're relaxing at home, left the game early, still tailgating. Call in if you're at a tailgate and you're playing Pong still. Call in. Let me get a celebrity shot in there. Of course, this 
<laughs> this post-game call-in show is brought to you by our friends at University Honda. If you're looking for a car in Corvallis, drive home your new Honda from University Honda. They make buying a car easy. 2150 Northwest 9th Street in Corvallis or at uhonda.com. Speaking of University Honda, let's get to the text line brought to you, of course, by University Honda. Michael and Lemonin texting in, or now he is up to, we need to update this contact, is Michael in Albany. Ugly win, uh, but a win is a win. I didn't think we were going to cover the spread, which I think ended at 25 points. That's why you guys don't take my gambling advice. That's for sure. Don't do that. I would have said to take the, uh, take the spread. So good thing you guys don't listen to me. and Good thing I don't host gambling programming. Very proud of the defense. Next week is going to be a big one. Special shout out to my son, son, Elliot. Shout out to you, Elliot. Thanks for the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for texting in, Michael. Now, if you're just tuning in and you missed the question I'm presenting to the listener, I'm asking what you want to see improve. What unit, what facet of this Oregon State football program needs to get better as conference play comes along? There's a lot to chew from today. It was almost flawless. The first two games today, not. So there's some options for you to decide what the Beavers need to do better when they head to Pullman for a 4 o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Jeff texting in, an ugly win is better than an exciting loss. Yeah, you bet. Steven Newberg texts in, play calling, need to involve the tight ends much more. You know, I actually thought they did a better job of putting the tight ends in there today. It wasn't great, but... It was like Jack Filling had a couple of catches today for 51 yards. So they got the distance they wanted, but I'm with you, Steve. I, I'm definitely with you on, I feel like there's so much talent in that tight end room that DJ at some point, just like one game and scripted out like the play call like this, you want to go after the tight ends as much as possible. I think entering today, the tight ends had a combined seven catches. I think that's what it was, seven catches, and Luke Musgrave last year. Of course, Luke Musgrave starting in the NFL right now, so a little bit of a different story, but Luke had 11, 12 catches last year through the first two games. It's one of those two numbers. I have it written down, but I don't have my phone next to me right now. But that's just a comparison. First two games last year, Luke Musgrave had, I think the number is 12 catches. He had 12 catches by himself, Oregon State tight ends through the first two total games had seven catches. And then today, tight ends added an entire, let's see, just two more. So they're up to nine now on the season through three games. I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of room to grow there. I mean, like Jermaine Terry is a fun dude to watch out wide. He is a mismatch. Hasn't seen the field all that much. We've seen what Jack Belling has done on a football field. Maybe they want him to block better so they're comfortable having him out there more. I just don't feel like, the targets are necessarily funneled towards the tight ends right now. And you have two good wide receivers, Silas Bolden, Anthony Gould, and then a bunch of very good depth pieces across the board. We saw more good stuff today from Jeremiah Noga. He had three catches today. We saw Rea Munyagi got another catch today after catching his first career touchdown last week. So there are options there, but this tight end room really is talented to the point where I feel like one of these games, you can really go after the middle of the field. Maybe it just wasn't there for today for DJ. I'm not sure. But I think, you know, this week, he'll be there this week. And I'll, I'll ask Brian Lindgren when we're there and ask, ask about the tight ends. We can, uh, we can report back. Who we got first? 
We got Paul first. All right. Let's go to Paul on the Downward Dog phone line. Paul, thanks for calling in. Okay. What do we got to clean up? Well, uh, number one, we got to clean up those open receivers there that for some reason they had a scheme going where that wide receiver coming uh, towards the, the wide side of the field was always open. I don't know who was supposed to be covering it, but, you know, that's four or five times that guy was wide open. I mean, we didn't give up many passing yards, but those wide receivers need to be covered. Yeah, and the second thing I wish we'd clean up is why do we wait until the opposing team is down to our 35 or 30-yard line to send in the blitz package? Let's do it when they're back on their 35. I want to see that done earlier. Well, I don't think Oregon State felt the need to blitz. First of all, they were getting some pressure with four or five guys not needing to send an extra guy. And then second, I don't think, Paul, you want to give San Diego State the opportunity for an explosive play while if you just drop back in your standard coverage, the odds of them getting a big chunk play is really small, as you saw with your your first thing you thought they needed to improve on with all those short passes. Well, that was pretty much most of their offense. You don't want to give them an option to try and execute something else because you're sending more guys at the quarterback when they know they could potentially, off of that, get a play down the field. Well, I don't, I don't mean to do it a lot. I mean, I think we ought to surprise them one time and just, bam, just, you know, just when we know we're, we're you know, 80% sure it's a pass play, we need to put in that blitz package. How many blitzers? Well, I'm just saying one or two. Just let's yeah. do it before they get to the 50-yard line and try to stop them, you know? I thought... Try to, you know. I, I was going to say, I thought today, really... I, I didn't know if pressure was really the issue. I thought they got plenty of pressure on Jalen Maiden. I just thought he made some plays, first of all, with his legs. And then whatever they were... You're right, whatever they were scheming up with those crossing routes, it really just worked. So, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I was going to disagree with you on that one, Paul. <laughs> Well, you're allowed to disagree. That's all right. But, I, you know, it was a pretty good game. But I'm going to tell you, DJ had better uh, get a little bit better against Washington State. Well, it was good he saw some pressure in his face because he hadn't seen any the last couple of weeks. So he needed that. Well, well maybe that's a good thing then. Well, he's going to face some but next he, week. He got pressure today, so now he knows what it feels like. So next week he'll be uh, accustomed to it. Yeah, you can't have this performance next week, that's for sure. You got anything else? No, that'll do it. Uh, just Dave from Tumwater spent some time down there with me today. Uh, did he call in yet? I didn't hear. He has not called in yet, no. Okay, well, uh, he might. He's on his way back home, I'm sure. So, Waiting for the Downward Dog phone line to open up. All right, thank you, Paul. All right, thanks, DJ. Appreciate it. We did have someone else hanging out on the – Adam hanging out on the phone lines – but he, uh, he's gone now. So, Adam, if you want to call back, 541-497-5356. That's 541-497-5356. Let's take our last break. Again, if you'd like to contribute, you can call or text that number. University Honda text line, downward dog phone line. We'll be here for a little bit longer. Texts or calls, I'm open. The question I'm proposing what do you want to see the Beavers improve on the most heading into conference play? We now have more options with the outcome today. We'll take a break and come back with more after this on 93.7 FM and 1240 Joe Radio. Like the OSU Beavers, our goal at Wilson Motors Ford is to exceed your expectations every time. 
We have a great selection of Ford vehicles, including the Escape, F-150, and Super Duty commercial vehicles. And we're always ready to match prices. Our great service and repair center will keep you coming back to purchase all your Fords right here at 5th and Buchanan, Wilson Motors, Ford, and Corvallis, or online at wilsonmotorsonline.net. Wilson Motors Ford, doing great things since 1940. Experience the Wilson Way difference. Do you ever experience headaches or how about back pain? Here at Horesco Chiropractic, we truly believe that everybody deserves to live a life without pain. Our doctors will get to the root of your condition and create a custom treatment plan to help you get back to living the best version of your life. Our patients often say how amazed they feel to live a life with less pain after they have experienced how effective chiropractic care is. Start on the journey of improved health by giving us a call today or visiting our website at horesco.com. Horesco Chiropractic in Corvallis. We really can make a world of difference for you. The fall means it's time for Oregon State football, a new season and hopefully a bowl game at the end of the year. It's also a good time to look at that home remodeling project. If you need new carpet, countertops, luxury vinyl, or window coverings, see the staff at Corvallis Floor Covering. They've been coaching Beaver fans and helping you get it done for over 30 years. Stop by and see their showroom full of all the popular brands that you know, love, and gotta have. They're on the corner of 2nd and Van Buren downtown or log on to CorvallisFloorCovering.com. Shop local, shop Corvallis Floor Covering, and go Beavs! At Lassa Toyota, we believe in going the extra mile by providing those little extras that make your life easier, like online scheduling so you can pick the day and time that's most convenient for you, and courtesy rides to and from your home or workplace. We even honor our competitors' coupons whenever possible. Lassa Toyota services vehicles, but serves people. Schedule your service appointment today at LassenToyota.com, just east of I-5 on Highway 20 in Albany. It's the Beaver Post Game Call-In Show, presented to you by University Honda, 2150 Northwest 9th Street in Corvallis, or you can go to them at uhonda.com. You need a new car in the Corvallis area, go check out University Honda. They make buying a car easy. To the Downward Dog, sorry, not the Downward Dog phone line. Let's go to the, did you, <laughs> did you accidentally drop that call, or is it? Oh, oh, well, someone called in and like Dale said, got radio fright and didn't want to didn't want to be on the air. Please don't be scared. Call in 541-497-5356. That's 541-497-5356. Hopefully that number calls back. So we've now had our last two calls to that phone number. One guy hung up on us and the other one just left us dial tone. That's fun. That's a good combination. Well, there are texts here that I'll read and hopefully those people call back. We do have both lines open on the Downward Dog phone line, so please feel free to give us a call. We still have, This is our last segment, so if you want to call, now's the time. Let's check in with Orange 1. Roscoe's correct. Some players now wear pants that stop above the knees. I would like it. I would like they would all wear knee pads, but I don't know. I don't play. Yeah, I don't know the intricacies of that. I don't know if you're faster without them. I don't know how much they think it actually protects them. I'm not sure. I'm not a football equipment expert. I never played, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask about that. But thank you for these text messages. Kirk from Lebanon mentions that he'd like to see DJU run more when the play affords it. Seems to only run on a called play for him. His leadership and experience is invaluable. He has some nice. He had some nice touch passes today. I agree. I do think he's done a good job scrambling. I think we maybe saw the best of it week one, 
and maybe didn't see the best of it today. He was looking downfield. And then again, I think the best way to operate as a mobile quarterback is you use your mobility to throw because in the end, throwing is the most efficient way to move an offense down the field. But when the opportunity presents itself, you tuck it and you run and you go get six or seven yards, which is better than throwing an incomplete pass. So thank you for that text, Kirk. Tyler sending in a non-conference opponent update. San Jose State leads Toledo 10 to 7 at halftime. Southern Utah and UC Davis play tonight at 7 o'clock. Thank you for that, Tyler. Curtin Philomath texting in. Thought I heard an alarm for a second. Oh, okay. We're only ones here on a Saturday, so this place could be haunted. Something could be knocked over. I'd say today's game was a bit of a lackluster performance. The biggest concerns are needing to be a little bit more efficient on offense and down the middle. Pass defense, efficient on offense and down the middle pass defense, hoping there's a bit of a look-ahead factor to next week's game by the Beavs today. I'm curious how much of that responsibility for that middle goes on the linebackers. It also depends on what kind of coverage they were playing on a given play. I'm curious, yeah. That'd be something to go look back on. I'm going to go rewatch this game later this week and see what it is. Thank you for that text, Kurt. From Merrill Jr., Ooh, got a long one here. Need to continuously get bold, uh, bold, uh, Silas Bolden, Anthony Gould, the ball in space. Play calling still kept vanilla, which makes sense. Again, you don't want to open up the playbook too much here through three weeks of the season. But I did like what they did with Anthony Gould. They did get him the ball in space, and he scored a touchdown. DJ underthrew more passes today than the first two games. The quote-unquote open receivers were mostly on broken plays, extended scrambles underneath. Catch and run. Credit to the San Diego State QB. Despite the pressure and sacks, he hung in the pocket a lot. Let things develop. He played better than I expected. To score on this Beaver defense, offenses have to be consistent, sustained drives, error-free drives, and finish each one. Hard for college teams to do that consistently. Very impressed with how they make every team work for scores. Great game for the Beavers. They now have film for themselves to study and improve. I expect a sharp and efficient offense against Washington State. Beaver D shut down Washington State offense last year from Merrill Jr. Thank you, Merrill. So now you think about it, the Oregon State defensive point totals this season, 17, 7, and 9. That's a pretty good start to the season, might I add. Points-wise, per play-wise, I mean, per play again today, they were fantastic. Yards per play, San Diego State only averaged 4.9 yards a play, opposed to Oregon State 7.7. With all the frustrations about the offense today, the Beavers put up a near elite mark on a per-play offensive basis. Elite is usually around eight yards per play. I think Washington right now leads that, and they are just walloping Michigan State. I think we might have a new best team in the Pac-12 after this week. Last time I checked, it was 41-0. Regardless, they are taking it to Michigan State, and Michael Penix is looking great. It's 41-7 now. But man, Washington is just taking care of business there on the road at East Lansing. But thank you, Merrill, for that text message. Whitney from Oregon City texting in. Two biggest things I noticed that needed to be cleaned up before conference players are pass defense and open field tackles. It seems like most of San Diego State's offensive gains came from mid-length passing routes. Too many Oregon State players to bring San Diego State players down, but I think What's most important, we have, uh, I, but I think it's, I can't even read. 
that we have a less than ideal game so that they have some game footage for us to use of, as improvement. I agree. Did mention something similar earlier. Thank you, Whitney from Oregon City, for texting that in. Interesting to see who we got. Oh, we now have. I'll let you answer that. Go ahead and answer that. Got a couple of late callers here into this University Honda Beaver postgame call-in show. Curtis worries that we don't have a tall receiver. Well, Curtis, as a previous texter asked, where were the tight ends? I think you want those to be your tall receivers, right, Curtis? I, I would think so. So that's why you want to work your tight ends a little bit more. But that is a valid concern. You do need some size out wide. Text here, we have three of them. Adam, I'd like to see more of the downhill out of the I formation. Yeah, didn't see a whole lot of that today. Interesting note there. I like the shotgun, but I think today required more of a downhill approach. They could get the tight ends more, in, more involved as well, more underneath routes as well out of the shotgun. To those tight ends too, you could you know, throw Jermaine Terry or Jack Belling, one of those five, 10-yard crossing routes in space like San Diego State was running today and let those guys go run after the catch I think it'd be pretty fun. And maybe we'll see that next week against Washington State. Who we got now? Andy and Mitchell is actually called in. How about that? I thought he was saving it for conference play, but he has graced us with his presence. Andy, good evening. Oh, DJ, you son of a gun. You suckered me in. You got me. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I was playing hard to get. My wife is concerned about our relationship that I'm too obsessed with you, so I was just trying to give it one more week. <laughs> but... Uh, that said, my text covered most of it, and I do want to play along with your question um, that you posed. But before I get to that, just looking at it all in totality, the first three games, I think, you know, it, it, all in all, it kind of went as expected. I flipped San Jose State and San Diego State. I thought, I thought the first game would be a little tighter, and this one, the offense might have kind of hit their stride and pulled away a little bit more. But nonetheless, 3-0. and kind of went the way we wanted it to, where we were expecting, yes, a little bit of a struggle. Um, and I think the biggest thing going into conference that I clean up is, is you know, some of the same questions we had last year. I, I do think uh, DJ is more than capable. A little bit of a setback today. Um, but the thing I'm watching for is when teams are loading the box and we consistently hit those balls downfield. And He's been pretty good on the intermediate stuff, even some deeper ones. But um, I think the last component I'm really looking for is to hit one of these guys in stride uh, on a long ball, like Gould and mm-hmm. Silas, and let them run under it. Um, that's probably the thing I'm missing, and that's what we're going to need, as I alluded to earlier, to get to Vegas. We're going to have to hit some of those shot plays that the guy catches it in stride, not just completing a pass over 20 yards. He's got that, but hitting someone in stride and letting these 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 uh, burners mm-hmm. run underneath it. So, and then again, just you know, I think Curtis mentioned that the, the receiver thing, the large receiver thing, it really doesn't concern me. I think that's way overplayed. Um, Noga is actually kind of carving out a nice little niche in, in the in the offense right now. He's playing well. And he's a little bit bigger. I think he's over six foot. But yeah, we got the tight ends, and um, it really doesn't matter if guys are open. Guys are open, and we got to yeah. hit them. Yeah, I don't know if they even uh, attempted one of those deep balls today, I don't think. They, they might have kind of tried, but no, nothing close. Yeah, and that's, I, think, I don't think it's all DJ on that part, but just waiting for him to yeah, open up the playbook because, I mean, that's, 
I mean, that's essentially your top two guys, that's they're burners and that's what they're yeah. going to do. Go let them run and go underneath it. I know they can make guys miss. And obviously the screen to gold was just gorgeous, but yeah, we want to see him hit on a couple of those. And, and again, have, have DJ be consistent. Of course, a couple of mistakes today. So I do believe they can tighten it up. And even his intermediate throws, I think it's just more on the money than what we saw last year. So I believe that it's, it's within him to do it, but until until it's proven, I guess we don't know for sure. I think everyone's just waiting for that first Zach Card go ball. I think uh, I think I'm reading <laughs> exactly. it to the mind the minds yeah. of many in Beaver Nation. Andy, you got anything else? Uh, no, I, I just want to tell Beaver Nation, yeah, it's time. Season starts this week. Lock in, Holman. Enough of this conference chatter. Um, it's time to focus on this season and and chase down a championship. And then the last thing I'll say to you, TJ, is I hope you enjoyed. Colton Wong making an appearance last night for the Dodgers. That was that was really fun. I didn't get to watch any of the game. I was calling high school football. So maybe maybe I'll notice that tonight. All right. Maybe, maybe. We'll take it easy, man, and we'll we'll see you in conference play. All right. Sounds good, Andy. Thanks for calling in. 541-497-5356. That's the downward dog phone line. Who do we got next? Garrett and Kirkland calling in to finish up the show. Nearly. Garrett, good evening. Good evening, TJ. Hey, following up on, on Andy and Mitchell, he wants to see DJ hit someone on the go ball. What what happens when um, the play breaks down and DJ needs to, to scramble, get a few yards, or dump it down? It seems like today there's a lot of just throwing the ball away. Do you think next week in Pullman is going to get tested more in that way uh-huh. when the play breaks down? You know, I I don't think I'd have I don't think I'm too concerned with DJ not scrambling. I think he's gonna he can run when he needs to. I think we saw that, mm-hmm. especially week one, that he can definitely right. go pick up those yards if he needs to. And no, of course, no one's gonna tackle him, so it's it's just that much better. And dumping off, yeah, I guess, but that's like that's here or there, and he needs to have an outlet to dump it off too in the first place. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. And what do you think the likelihood is that Big Noon kickoff is going to be in Pullman since the game's uh, on Fox next week? Big Noon's in Cincinnati next week for Oklahoma Cincy. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. It, 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 it well, I'm, unfortunately is just not, the irony does not complete itself, unfortunately. Mm, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hence, hence, hence why we're in the position that we're in yep. with Fox and ESPN. Yep, 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 yep. So. Got anything else? Nope, that's it. Just glad Andy Mitchell was able to call in, and and uh, good to hear him as well. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in, Garrett. Bye. All right, good stuff. I think that's going to do it for us on the Beaver Post Game Call-In Show. Someone mentioning that the officials need to clean up how they spot the ball. I didn't even think it was that bad today, but that's honestly not something I pay that close attention to. Just assume that they get it right. But then again, shouldn't assume anything that a referee does is that great. But I guess we'll see. Thanks to Dale Hummel for helping out in studio. I'm TJ Matthewson. We'll talk to you late next week. Oregon State and Washington State, a 4 o'clock kickoff from the Palouse. We'll be on the air at noon. We'll talk to you then on 1240 Joe Radio 93.7 FM.